Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the CHGO Sky Podcast. My name is Janice Scurrio. You can follow me at Scurriosa, S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. And while you're at it, follow the CHGO Podcast. That handle is CHGO underscore Sky. For the finest in Chicago Sky coverage. And with me, as usual, is my wonderful co-host, Sabria Whitaker. Sabria, how are you today? I am good. I am excited. I wish we had the Candace... mood board right now but <laughs> you already know I'm, I'm super excited oh my goodness yeah and this is a special show I say that about every single one of our right. shows but this is the last show before the start of the season so the Chicago Sky you're defending WNBA champions and actually I heard Herb Lawrence say that they are the reigning champions not the defending champions I don't know Def- defense just sounds better to me also too you got to have some good defense good defense is always good uh, they are going to attempt to be the third team in WNBA history to win back-to-back titles so anyway, be there on May 6th. That is four days away, Sky and Four. Yes, and if you don't have your tickets, make sure you get your discounted tickets at www.growthegamew.com. So be there. Your CHGO Sky friends will indeed. Yes. But anyway, let's go ahead and break down some recent news from across the W, and specifically news that affects the Sky. So announced today, the Marquee Sports Network and the Chicago Sky have announced a broadcast partnership. So at first glance, I had mixed feelings about this. I mean, more coverage is always good coverage. We've been asking for this. Uh, The big cons that I can think of off the top of my head is that you have to subscribe uh, subscribe to yet another streaming service. What are your thoughts about this, Sabria? Um, I mean, I haven't read, like, the fine print of it, but I, I just hope it doesn't affect people with League Pass because typically when it's local, you can't get it. So hopefully that doesn't cause any problems with blackouts, although I'm sure it will, but it's okay because most of us will actually be in the building anyway, so we don't need to watch it on TV. That was my thought, exactly. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine on Twitter did say that uh, League Pass uh, doesn't have blackouts, so that's also a, a thing there. So if you do not have League Pass, subscribe to it or attend games like we will be doing all season long. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. What's up next? Uh, So uh, it has been confirmed that Chicago is going to host the 2022 WNBA All-Star Game. Yay! There's a new event this year called WNBA Live. It's going to be an interactive outdoor event. And WNBA Live will provide fans with an opportunity to experience the intersection of the WNBA entertainment and pop culture like never before. Now, this sounds like this could mean a handful of things. Yeah, (laughs) my first thought is, when will people learn you do not have things outside in Chicago? Like, I I just don't understand. Um, because it's probably going to be hot. Like, I know it's the Windy City, and we definitely have cold winters. But in the summer, it gets so hot. And frankly, I don't really want to be outside. I don't. Like, that's why I tell everybody when I used to work for the Bears, I was like, after like working for the Bears, I said indoor sports only. And then that's when I went to the Hawks. And I was like, I will never do outside sports ever again. So I need them to keep us inside. 
As someone who has spent many a season broiling in the Comiskey Park outfield, I definitely can relate. But anyway, the Sky have announced that season ticket holders will get priority access to purchase tickets for (laughs) the game. They actually have been down my timeline since this morning posting the fact that they brought their tickets. Oh, okay. Well, then, awesome. Rubbing it in everybody's (laughs) faces. Rubbing it in everybody's faces. But uh, it's really cool that... The All-Star Game, for sure, is coming to Chicago. And a quote from Sky President Adam Fox, as we are continuing to grow the footprint of the Sky in the WNBA, there is no better way to do it than have the great stars of our WNBA galaxy. I love that term. Gathered in Chicago for AT&T WNBA All-Star 2022. It's great for the city, great for the league, and it further solidifies our place in the sports fabric here in the city of Chicago. So, uh, yeah, Chicago this summer, summertime shy. That's the place to be. Yes. I mean, mean, I'm excited. And hopefully, and that also kind of makes me wonder, who do you think they're going to get for... The halftime performance. Ooh, that is a really good question. I'm over here just thinking about how Allie Quigley said that she was going to retire from the three-point contest. But I also read that James Wade apparently is going to try to convince her to jump back in, just mainly because in front of the hometown crowd, you kind of have to. I mean, hopefully she does. But also, I get it, because it's like no one wants to go up against her because they know they're going to (laughs) lose. Good point. Good point. Who would you like to see uh, play the halftime show at the All-Star Game? Um, so I've actually been campaigning for Kehlani on, yes. on Twitter. And yes. so I hope I also invited uh, them to a game, the game on Friday. So hopefully yeah. we'll see if um, their management responds. But I would love to see Kehlani. That's my pick. Yes. Yes. Hopefully Kehlani's people get back to you. And uh, yeah, they can definitely sit court side for all I'm concerned I would love to see them oh at a game. yeah yeah I I absolutely have um a like a court side ticket for Kailani <laughs> so <laughs> fantastic uh some other news uh so if you haven't already uh, Annie Costabel's 48 page 48 page sky section in the Sunday Sunday Sun Times absolutely incredible and in case you just need to get immersed in sky history fantastic photos stories uh, if you can't find it uh, you can actually order a copy uh, through the sun times uh, but otherwise a really fantastic way for the sky to get more press uh, i just ordered my copy today so definitely order your copy as well oh and also i'm not do you i don't know if you have it like the specifics written down but um the event that she's doing with the that's, that's right. Yes. I actually just signed up for it today. Uh, so Annie is hosting her uh, Equal Pay podcast. Uh, equal Play, sorry. Uh, that's, that's going to be on Thursday at the Wiener Circle. Yeah. So grab a dog, sit down, <laughs> talk some basketball, um, order a chocolate shake or not. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, that's going to be a very fun time. So definitely come out for that. Are you going, Sabria? I did um, RSVP. Awesome. So you will see the two of us there. So be sure to catch Annie, catch Coach Wade, and catch your two favorite Sky podcasters live in action. All right. So uh, training camp is also wrapping up, too. Uh, It's also Candace Parker's first day back with the Sky. Uh, So a really fun Instagram photo I found of Candace. I also just like uh, Kalia's comment over here. Where where is her ankle braces? (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that 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 got on on the show, too. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, But, yeah, I think now that Candace is here, everything is kind of coming together. Everything is just falling into place. You can just smell the season just just about to start. Yes, I I absolutely smell it. I can't believe, well, it's only four more sleeps Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, wait. (laughs) Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, three. (laughs) I don't know. I can't count. It's Monday. (laughs) However many more days, it's it's Friday. That's all I know. Yes, indeed. Yeah, even though we all love Fridays around here, uh, this Friday is going to be an especially wonderful and anticipated Friday. 
All right. So before we get into some more training camp stuff, uh, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Connor Moore and the social media work that he's been doing with the sky. I saw this on their TikTok. It was very heartwarming and the daily question of the day. It wasn't a question, but rather a reminder that you, yes, you are appreciated. So yes, that means you, listener, as well as you too, Sabria. You two are also appreciated as oh, well. thank you. Same. <laughs> also, Azure Stevens wants you to know that you are appreciated and she said call up your friends tell them you love them because it's really important anyway I just thought it was very heartwarming all the other players also just responded very well to that prompt as well so shout out to Connor for making that happen I think he's been doing a wonderful job yes and I said on Twitter that I'm going to be looking at social media pages a lot more closely and I think I'm actually going to do some rankings like that'll be I'll probably write about that for this week like at the end of I guess preseason social media I'm gonna rank and see who's the best social media team and then maybe down the line in a season when if he's not too busy we can bring Connor on to yeah. talk about it. yeah absolutely would love to have him on so so far I, I've seen some really good content coming from the fever but like who who do you think has the strongest social media game right now in the WNBA I was actually going to say the fever until they um, got on my docket Uh-oh. today. Uh-oh. So um, I'm not really sure who would be after them. I don't know. Hmm. I have seen some interesting stuff from the Dallas Wings, uh, but other than that, I think the Fever has a – they have a very strong video game in particular. Yes, and I did see Dallas. As Dallas does come across my timeline a lot. It's just that WNBA Twitter gives Dallas a hard time. So the other day they posted like a a video of someone shooting, but it was like a cartoon type video. And the person like it moves up and shoots the ball. And I just saw a bunch of quotes tweets saying that's a travel. And I'm just like, let let them get their jokes and their tweets off, guys. Like stop bullying Dallas. <laughs> Bailey Caldwell says Sun Media is one of my favorites. Hmm, yeah, they, they too also have some pretty good game going on too. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Atlanta. I think, oh, actually, um, Erica Wheeler, <laughs> I don't know if she was supposed to post it because it got deleted like right after, but she posted content as if they're having media day today. Oh, okay. And actually that makes sense because this guy have media day tomorrow. But it's like there was a car involved, like a – I'm not a car person, so I can't even tell you what type of car it, it was. But there was a, a nice sporty red car involved and a lot of red neon lights. And I did feel like they had the best video um, last season. So I'm interested to see what their intro video looks like this season and what the content looks like, especially because they're back in their arena. Mm. Last season, <laughs> respectfully, they were in a farm. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm just very happy for them that they get to be back where they belong. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't have any cows or chickens <laughs> or other assorted barnyard animals ruining your game. Uh, so speaking of barnyard animals, what I'm about to say has nothing to do with farms, but the best way to support <laughs> CHGO, do you love that transition, yes. is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, and that unlocks all of our web content, and you also get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. The Chicago Sky, uh, or CHGO Sky, actually has a really dope shirt that I think you should get. Uh, completely bias-free, by the way. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a more than $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. So, uh, yeah, and now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right meow and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So, what are you waiting for besides... For this podcast to finish. Uh, once this game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. All right. So I was talking about farm animals right before I went into that tirade on, on sports bet. Um, but anyway, 
yeah, that brings us into uh, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, training camp is finally wrapping up. Mm-hmm. So uh, the second post game or the, the 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 second preseason game uh, was on Saturday. Uh, the sky fell to the fever. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Oof, 79 to 75. It was pretty close, though. Uh, So uh, essentially, yeah, that fourth quarter was especially really tight. But, um, yeah, we could talk about the fever for a little bit. Um, I don't want to talk about them yet either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're just going to have to wait until it's time to call them in court of law. But I will say um, it has been funny watching Twitter not watching the preseason game since we can't watch them. And so I really enjoyed the jokes. Gotta love WNBA Twitter. But I'm also concerned and loving that these referees are handing out or throwing out technical fouls like they're towels. Like, I think Coach Wade got a tech. Really? Um, I did not know that. Yeah. And... Someone else got a tech during that game, too. I can't remember who it is. But I think earlier today, Dallas played somebody. And uh, I want to say Charlie, the last year's first-round pick, got kicked out of the game because she got two techs. Ooh, you know what? I think I saw a little uh, some whispers of that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that uh, someone wanted to know what the drama was. <laughs> and, yeah, apparently Charlie got thrown out. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I'm just concerned because I said on Twitter earlier, like if this is how they're coming with text already, Diana Tarazi might as well just stay home because (laughs) I love that um, like her fan page, the DT threes bun. Like Uh I've been following them since I was in high school and every year she always asks people to guess how many texts that Diana Tarazi will have at the end of the season and winner gets something. But I'm interested to see what numbers get thrown out if this is how they're coming because, you know, Diana. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oof, oof. All right. Uh, So tough scene for her. Uh, So we can talk about a little bit of how the sky did. Uh, Emma Mieseman showed out again, 13 points, eight rebounds. Uh, Also, too, some other top performers. Uh, Dana Evans once again, 12 points, three assists, and one steal, especially because she's dealing with some residual injuries, uh, the fact that she's doing quite well in preseason. I I think that's a good sign. And also, too, Kayla Davis also coming up big, 10 points, three rebounds, and one steal. Uh, So you just recently spoke to Kayla last week. Yeah. So how is she doing? What's up with Kayla? Well, during that conversation, she was still overseas. And, like, she was coming the next day. That's right, yeah. And then I talked to her briefly on Friday during media, and I asked her um, how she was feeling. She was great at the time. She said she wished Candace would stop calling her because that was, like, her first day in uh, camp kind of and you know just excited to be there so I guess Candace was just checking on her so I'm interested to hear how that's going today now that they're both there and she's from her family is from the area so I asked her if she saw her family yet she said no but she's more excited to see her dog and I'm not supposed to tell anybody that well them that so hopefully they're not listening um, but she went to Portillo's because everybody's Everyone first stop goes is to Portillo's. Portillo's. Yeah. And so, um, oh, and today she told me that she lost her voice. Um, what? That somehow she lost her voice. And, and to me, my first thought, and I told her, I was like, well, that must mean that you're really showing leadership and communicating because, I mean, that's what. They love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, I need you to get it back you know, before the next game, but <laughs> glad to see that you're getting familiar um, with the teammates and y'all are talking. Yeah, that's always a good sign. Yeah, I do know that uh, the the coaching staff loves leadership. It's like just demonstrating all of those strong leadership skills. Uh, it's been said before about Emma Mieseman. I know that Courtney Vandersloot is just a big on her leaders- leadership skills. Yes. Uh, Sloot actually said, adding Emma takes us to a whole other level, and I think you saw that today regarding uh, that preseason game. Uh, But, uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the recent uh, waived players. Uh, So one that I'm a little disappointed in that I I also understand at the same time doesn't necessarily mean I agree, though. Uh, Imani McGee-Stafford was waived. Yeah, Yeah, I I I was kind of... I, I thought she would, yeah, that yeah. she was going to make it. I mean, we both it. picked yeah. her we to both. be the one that was going to make it. So <clears throat> that was really sad. 
Yeah, but I have a feeling that she will get a job down the line, though. Uh, so you have not seen the last of her. Uh, also recently waived, uh, Kamaya Smalls, Kayla Wells, uh, Lexi Held, DePaul's own Lexi Weld, uh, Le- Lexi Held, and uh, Lindsay Pulliam from Northwestern was also waived earlier today, too. I know. It hurts yeah. my feelings whenever anybody, like, from around here who went to school here gets waived because I'm always just imagining you know, everybody from that school or mm-hmm. just their community right. coming out to see them. Yeah. And yeah, so that hurts my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that one hurt a little bit, but uh, Kathleen Doyle is still around though. Uh, so we have one more, one more local gal uh, remaining in camp, uh, not counting Candace, of course, cause she, she's already, right. Yeah, she, she's a shoe in. Uh, but as of Monday morning, uh, we got 19 players in camp, and that number needs to be 11 yikes. before Friday. So, yikes, more waves are imminent. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that really needs to be discussed because if you look at the box scores from the preseason game, you can pretty much see uh, who had minutes and who didn't really put up anything. Uh, but uh, other than that, like I said before, uh, Dave, Dana Evans has been looking pretty great despite her injuries. I also heard that Lee Yaroo could also be in Chicago by June. Uh, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that was reported uh, by Annie. Uh, so uh, Annie is on it. Yeah, she is absolutely on it. Since reports last month said the Chinese Basketball Association had not permitted Lee to play in the WNBA this year. Her agent, uh, Mike Count, said she received approval, has her passport, and is now waiting for a work visa. So, uh, yeah, June is basically the target date. Uh, Nothing is confirmed yet, but, yeah, it looks like uh, she's well on her way to Chicago. So exciting stuff there. So, uh, yeah, uh, 6-7, especially the sky... absolutely need something like that as uh, a student Dufal is uh, sitting out the season. Uh, Steph Dolson is now at the Liberty. Uh, so that's definitely going to make the front court a little bit stronger, but uh, yeah, what else uh, looks, uh, you mentioned Kayla. We mentioned Kayla before, but Kayla Davis is one of the more experienced players left on the training camp roster. Uh, and also too, Sparkle Taylor has also looked really strong off the bench too. Uh, so she put up some points uh, on Saturday. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on her? Yeah. I, <laughs> again, I don't feel I don't feel like I can accurately give thoughts on things that I cannot see. Right, right, exactly. It's been pretty difficult. Um, but other than that, uh, what are, what have been your uh, some of your other observations? I know you, you've attended a handful of the media days. Uh, what have you seen? What have you heard? I haven't seen anything and I haven't heard anything <laughs> yeah. other than just like the great and like fun answers that they give. Um, good to see like for the most part everybody has energy and like we talked about with Connor's video earlier they mm-hmm. seem to be engaged so I get good vibes but that's like as far as I can go because we don't get to see anything <laughs> well that's all about to change uh, so now that the season is finally upon us uh, not only do we get eyes on everything but the entire fan base gets eyes on everything too so that's super exciting Yes, and I'm super excited um, that we are going to a game on Friday. Yes, we will. Like I said before at the beginning of this podcast, uh, your C- your friends at CHGO Sky will be in attendance at the game. Uh, I, I'm planning on live tweeting and just bringing as much excitement and fun to it as I possibly can. Uh, we, we will also be starting our written content coming up pretty soon, too. And so speaking of written content, uh, in case you were wondering, uh, the CHGO podcast, Sky Podcast is brought to you by none other than CHGO. Uh, We have podcasts and live shows on every team, every day. Uh, If it's a sport played in Chicago, you name it, we cover it. And CHGO also announced coverage for the Chicago Red Stars and the Chicago Fire, too. So big welcome, a a big welcome to those two teams. Uh, So post-game shows, uh, premium written content from members at allchgo.com, dope merch for all teams, like literally all the teams. And a free shirt when you become a member. And you also get access to a members-only Discord called the CHGO Lounge. So come out and hang with us. uh, Become a member. It's going to be a good old time. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. So you you said you're going to the game Friday. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I will be there. But, you know, 
we've had our guests and I wanted to try something a little different today. So we're going to bring on someone who's also going to be there, Uh, but they're not a sky player. Never have been. Uh, But she is the seventh pick of the 2017 WNBA draft. And as of last year on the all first defensive team, whoa, a Syracuse alumna and the defending defensive player of the year. Um, overseas in Australia with the Women's National Basketball League. Whoa, well, that is yes. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You must be talking about none other than Brittany Sykes. Yes, absolutely. A.K.A. Slim, how you doing? What's going on, y'all? Well, thank you for joining us. Um, wanted to bring you on the show today for a few reasons. Um, because, one, I would love to hear your thoughts on playing your former teammate because like we've been talking about this entire time revenge games this is the first time that you all are actually playing Candace because she was injured last year and it's in Chicago so how do do you feel like do you feel like it's going to be a lot of energy um is it going to be spicy like what do you feel I mean I think it's it's always you know, gonna be a talked about game because she used to be with the Sparks. You know, she was there before she went to Chicago. So it's always gonna be that thought of, oh, is it a revenge game? Is it a game where you show her like, all right, you know, we're good. But in in all reality, I would say nobody on our team is like not wanting to play her with the sky. We wanted to last year, you know, it just happened to be that she was down. So it's one of those things where um, it's a testament to her as a player and what she brings to a team to where you play a team and yeah, you beat them without their star, you know, one of their star players. So of course that win will mean a whole lot more if you're playing, you know, the person that everybody comes, you know, comes to see and play. So it's going to be fun. It's it's, going to be cool. So I'm looking forward to it. What are you looking for most? I mean, other than the game, like to come to Chicago, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I mean, good food always. But if we're talking about the game itself, uh, Chicago seems to over the years like have been really well with their crowds. And um, I, I don't mind playing in what is it? Wintrust is that that's the name? Yeah, there right Wintrust. Now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I don't mind playing in Wintrust. Call me lazy, but having the hotel right next door is always a plus. <laughs> so, Brittany. Yeah. Everybody knows. Uh, a lot of people don't. So if you got a bunch of crazies um, waiting on you in the <laughs> lobby this weekend, that is on you. That's giving people on. ideas. <laughs> right. Actually, <laughs> my bad. My bad. But no, I've seen, I've actually seen, um, I mean, yes, people do eventually know where people end up. Because I remember someone on Phoenix, I think Brianna talked about last year that, you know, it's sometimes they get fans in the lobby and she's just like, I don't really, you know, understand fans wanting autographs or approaching us in hotel lobbies um, or the airports. Um What do you think, Brittany? Like, how do you feel with, you know, so many eyes on you, people know who you are and walking up to you in places where, you know, you might not have as much privacy anymore? Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's, I don't even want to use the word bittersweet, more so, you know, it, it comes with the territory. So you try to, well, I try to create boundaries where I'm I'm never you know me like I'm never gonna say no to an autograph I'm never gonna say no to a a kid wanting to hug like because we were all that kid at one point for something you know or someone so Mm -hmm. I just always try to keep that in mind um and if I don't get to him I try my best to get back to him but um I just think it comes with the territory now yes people can be crazy and evasive and there's been times where you know I've had to say, like, listen, like, I can't do it type of thing because of the situation and the safety, you know, precautions of the whole situation. But, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I thought it was very weird, though, when I did first come to the league. <laughs> I was not expecting, like, dudes to be standing outside our hotels with the with the, tr- the trophy cards. And like, hey, can you sign my card? I'm like, okay, bro, where'd you come from? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how'd you know that we're here? But, I mean, they find their ways. It's just, you know, the the league does a great job of making sure we're secure. Our teams individually make sure we're secure. They don't let us, you know, like, walk by ourselves when we get to the bus and everything. We have people in place for 
you know, those type of situations. So it's never like a random, random person just like running up. It's usually yeah. the same people over the years. So you mentioned food a little bit early. So we love talking about food here on this podcast. Absolutely. So what is, what is uh, something you love to eat when you're in town? Um, call me a typical, but I always do get the Harold chicken. <laughs> Good <laughs> answer. Call me, call me typical. And I have family out in Chicago as well with former teammates. So usually when I say food, I'm saying home cooking. So, um, yeah, I have to place my order about 72 hours ahead of time. That way they have time to that's a good answer yeah for sure for sure yeah m my my house is usually where i like to go for some excellent food well if i don't have to make it anyway yeah and i think i looked at the schedule for you you all have a lot of away games in the very beginning so i mean i guess is, is this like the only stop that you can stop and get like a home-cooked meal or like where where are all of your like home stops for you in all the 12 markets where you know like okay i have somebody close to me i can go get a home cooked meal if i want to oh man um chicago uh i mean indiana could count kind of i mean they can drive in um I'm trying to think atlanta of course like atlanta i have spots to get home cooked meals my mom usually comes to Connecticut. If I really, really, really wanted something, I'm pretty sure she would bring it. DC, I can get a home cooked meal. Oh man, where else? Sounds like everywhere. Like I think that was like half the league. It was more East Coast. It's more East Coast for sure, obviously. But I can get I can get home cooked meals. Usually in Phoenix, I can get home cooked meals. Uh, Seattle, I can get a home cooked meal if I really, really wanted to. Or I could probably cook in their kitchen. So. Either way, yeah, I'm not too tripped out about the road eats because that's usually a big thing, trying to figure out what to eat on the road. That's fair. That is fair. As someone who has a hard time deciding what to eat all the time, that's definitely fair. Yeah, If I could pop in someone's kitchen and just <laughs> eat their food, like that would be a good time. Let's see. What, what Splash Squad, WNBA, the Australian Defensive Player of the Year gets approached everywhere, but especially down under. Oh yeah, do you have any stories to share about about that um, getting approached uh, in Australia? Okay, yeah, I got one story. It was actually pretty <laughs> funny. Um, so I was in the elevator, right, and this lady gets on, and I'm going down. So I'm on the fourth floor. She's on the second. So as I'm coming down, and she gets on the elevator, she walks past me because I'm standing in the front, and she walks past me to the back left. And, she, and something just told me, like, turn around. So I, like, turn to the side, and the lady's staring at me. So <laughs> so um, I don't have a mask on at this point. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on, you know, with her. So as we're getting off the elevator, she, like, stops prematurely and goes, you're, you're the import that plays for Canberra, right? And I'm like... Import. <laughs> that's what, so that's what they call like overseas players imports. Oh, so okay, like, all right. I'm indifferent on it. I get it, but I'm like, okay, cool. And down there, nicknames are really big, so I guess they say Slim somewhere in media for them to know to call me Slim. Oh yes, and they the lady, do. I've watched yeah. it. They do. So like, so <laughs> the lady goes, "Yeah, you're the import. You're Slim," and I'm like. Yeah, I, yes, I am. Like, you know, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I know this is kind of awkward. My son's played basketball. And literally, I'm, in my head, I'm like, okay, what does it have to do with you staring at me, though? You know, and apparently they were having a tournament uh, across the street at one of the high schools or something. So I guess they were staying at the hotel that I was at. But it was pretty cool. That was my first time being, like, kind of spotted other than my Caps car. But that's another story. <laughs> Interesting. We're definitely have to going to have to get into that story at some point. Um, so obviously defensive player of the year. Um, I checked the stats. So just a quick recap. Last year we played the Sparks back to back back when Candace didn't play. Mm -hmm. And I don't wanna talk I don't wanna talk about who won those games or anything, but <laughs> I will say that uh, that Brittany was plus 21 in efficiency and that sounds very efficient to me can you break that down for those of us who don't know what a plus or minus is um 
the best way I can explain it without being too technical is basically um, a player on the floor. Uh, if it's a plus, that means that that's the kind of like positive direction they're head. Like they're they're more likely to help you win a game versus being in the negatives. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. see, you had five steals. Don't you do you have a record with steals in the league? Yeah, I think it was seven with the L. Yes. So I don't know if I don't want to count it, but yeah, seven okay. with the L. Okay, that's fair. So, like, how do you feel? Um, you went from all defense second team to all defense first team in 2020 and 2021 WNBA. Then you go all the way across the country and get a whole defensive player of the year award and a guard. Like, I don't know, like how tall are you? Cause you're not that much taller than me. And I don't think I'm tall. You're short, but okay. I'm five. <laughs> okay. So five, nine. Um, the other day I was reading, um, you know, stuff about the Sparks and the preseason game. Actually, do you know Cece Andrews from Athletes Unlimited? She was going live for us since we could not watch that game. But anyway, Mm -hmm. saw some pictures, and there was a video, actually, of you blocking Liz Cambage. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I didn't see that, but in theory, that sounds like that would be a feat. Yeah, so how do you do it? Like, yeah, do you how, put how does, springs in your shoes? I know someone on Twitter talked about they want to see you dunk. And then, of course, you know me. I had to go get the video of you dunking 10 years ago. So how do yeah. you do this? Yeah. Like, are you normal? I am normal. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Caldwell says, I know you can do it. On 10 years, man. That's all I'm saying. Do you ever plan to – I'm like, I'm not going to pressure you because, again – I, I was very clear about my reaction if you dunked in a game. Do you mm-hmm. ever, you know, think about it and just don't do it? Like, what's uh, your relationship with that? I'm being so serious. It's, I can do it, right? But a wise man told me, and it has always stuck with me, that a dunk and a layup are both worth two points. So why not go get two points on a definite layup? then maybe a dunk. Like, I get it, the crowd, the excitement, the sh- you know, the showtime. I'm not going to say I won't ever. There's been times where I've gotten up really high for a rebound, and when I come down, I'm like, oh, dang, that was my moment. Like, you know, put it back. But, again, at this point, especially in my aging career, not that I can't do it, but I- I'd rather go ahead and get the stat. <laughs> I'd rather go ahead and get the stat, get the definite stat. Okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah, maybe if dunks uh, are three points in the near future. I'm not suggesting any rule changes, but maybe. I think layups and dunks look equally cool, though. I mean, dunks maybe just a little bit more, but. I mean, to me, like, again, it's just because, I mean, you'll see on Friday. But she, like, she's little compared to, like, a guard. Like, that's, you typically think, oh, go ahead, like, last year, um, you came in second to Sylvia Fowles. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, that's not anywhere close. So shout out to you for putting on for the guards and, and being such a defensive asset for your team. Is that something you all focused on um, in practice so far? Um, yeah. We have been really, really anal on just making sure that we are together as a collective on defense most of the times defense does lead to offense, great offense, easy offense, you know? So um, that was the thing last year where we had the defensive end. We just didn't know how to translate it into offense, but we were hell bent on defense. Nobody was getting past us. <laughs> like we were maybe a top three in all the categories of, 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 of defensive trends. So we're trying to do that again this year. And LT, shout out to LT, she's our defensive coach. Um, she reminds us every day whenever we're doing drills, this happened this time, this happened that time. There's a such and such percent when we do this, we get this right. So we know, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like a Hail Mary or something. Like we, we really lock in and we really watch film and we really try to see what it is that we can do to be the best defensive team in the league. Individually, what has been something that you've been working on uh, in the off season or just even in training camp so far? I'm trying to steal the what ball. What off season? Right, what off season, seriously? 
Um, no, I actually got asked this question today, but um, for me, I think what I'm trying to add to my defensive game is kind of uh, being a little more risky. So um, I feel like we have components on this team where I can do some of those things and my team will be able to have my back if there's a mishaps or something. Cause I mean, big risk, big reward. So I'm trying to get those skills that not many people are thinking about. I won't say them out loud cause then they know I'm coming, but <laughs> I'm trying to get those type of skills. Interesting. If anyone from the sky is watching this podcast, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sort of. Right. I mean, I, I would love to see it. I like energy. Like, I really like, you know, the, the back and forth stuff. There was actually a little, I don't know, the tit-tat on Twitter yesterday um, about, and, and it's so funny because I see it in the comments um, about someone wanting more crossovers. There was this alleged crossover that happened in the Vegas Lynx game. Um, yeah, more and, ankle breakers. Yeah, and the, and the person came and was like, you know, that wasn't, I, I like rolled my ankle. It wasn't actually, you know, them crossing me over. But Brittany, on the other hand, actually had a viral video last season. I won't say who she crossed, but you know what I'm talking about? You talking about when we was in the A? No. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't it. We was in LA. We was home? I don't know, actually. Was that great? You talking about no. that game? No. But there's there's a someone who is like one of the faces of the W. And so, you know, that's kind of why it made his rounds and went a little viral. So I'm sure we will we will see more of that this season, right? Yeah, but now I want to know who I cross. I don't remember who I crossed. <laughs> I'll tell you later. All right, cool. I mean, what has so far in like your career, what has been your wow, I can't believe I did that in that time moment? Uh, probably scored 22 and a quarter. That was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. Well, what and, did and you do that day? Huh? What did you do that day before you showed up to play? Everything I do every other game. <laughs> Which is Everything. what? Like, like walk us through your, your game day routine. For an away game? It doesn't matter. Whatever, yeah. It's an away game, so it like levels. Like if it's a home game or it's a away game, it's kind of a little bit different because you know we got less time on the road. Okay, so so, so what? I mean, tell us. All right, so on that particular day, right, the twenty-two in the corner, probably was a regular day. We were in Phoenix, right? We wake up. Uh, we're already on. No, I'm on East Coast time because I was with Atlanta. So most likely, I was up early. I always go to the Breakfast Club. Right in that area, right by the arena. Always get the same thing. Eggs, bacon, hash brown, French toast, you know, all that good stuff. Right. But so um, that's usually. <laughs> what? I said that was so specific. Thank you. So what you're area. saying is that breakfast food is the key to dropping 20 plus points in one quarter. So it was what you're saying. I mean, more so the routine. The routine is more important. Like food is always important, but I'm a I'm a routine type of person. So if I could just kind of keep the same regiment, it kind of you know signals my brain to tell me like, okay, hey, this is a game day. This is a game day routine. So do that, and then I just go to shoot around, come back. I usually end up ordering some food before I get back to uh, go take my nap. Always need a pregame nap, whether it's 40 minutes to an hour and 30. I need a pregame nap. But um, I do that, wake up, get to the gym. It's across the street, so I probably walk over there, what, two hours before, get my treatment, and then go handle my business. Um, Bailey said, what is on the pregame playlist? I know Britt is a music junkie. And then Kaylin said, she's on her own playlist. You know she plays 15 instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's on my pregame playlist? Right now, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I don't. I don't know. I don't really. When I'm in the states, I don't really listen to music as much as I do when I'm overseas. Um, obviously, in the states, when I got teammates, they got speakers, we got playlists, so you kind of listen to whatever. It's kind of white noise for me, in a sense, where I just hear the music and I do enjoy it. And usually, NECA is on top of the playlist or. Uh, Coop or Arella might have it before NECA and them come in. And um, 
you know, I just vibe out to that music. But if I pick songs, usually if I'm in the house getting ready or something or in my room, I probably listen to some like neo soul, R&B, you know, light kind of, not too hardcore rap, kind of like the mainstream, but not too mainstream. I keep it mixed up. I don't really like listening to too much hype music. So I don't know why you're making that face. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe it's different. I'm making that face because the last time uh, I saw you in LA, you were listening to Snoop Dogg. And, it was, and I was like, wow, she's like been in LA way too long. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, I listen to everything though. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. I listen to everything, but if it comes, if it, I usually I might put it on shuffle, and you just happen to be in the car with me, and I had on Snoop Dogg, like that's um. Why wouldn't I have on playing while I'm driving? Exactly. West Coast hip hop, of course, I think is a, a a given, especially if you're in LA. Okay, so being in LA, like, who do you see? Like, when when you've been out, or just like, who's I guess the biggest celebrity you've seen since you've been in LA? Probably magic, and that was at practice. I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. is it intimidating to know that he has court size seats and like that's a no. big deal? No. Okay. For no, like for what though? I, I don't think I've ever been kind of like how do you say it, like shy or not shy, but you know, kind of starstruck in a sense. So. I just look at it as an opportunity to like prove, you know, like I'm thankful for one, cause you know, like mm-hmm. he's a part of the whole organization. He owns, <laughs> you know, owns it with other people. So that's one of the things where it's kind of like your boss kind of walks in and is like looking over your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's no time to be starstruck. It's like, Hey, look, you, you pay me this amount of money for the right reason. So I'm gonna get back to work, but it's lovely seeing you, Mr. Magic. Hey, gotta go. But, um, no, nah, he was cool. It was pretty pretty dope to meet him. Got to talk to him. First thing he said to me, I was really athletic. So, hey. <laughs> Good endorsement. Kaylin said, what about when I sat courtside? And I'm glad she said that, Brittany. Let's talk about it. What about when she sat courtside? Can you please give us more information on that? As to how it went about? I'm just... I mean, up she, she mentioned court size, so I'm just yeah. trying to to figure out oh, how that happened. Okay, I know so, you're humble, but um, okay, so I Kaylin had posted some videos, tagged us in it on Instagram, and um, that's kind of how we started to kind of talk <laughs> with each other. It's so weird calling her Kaylin, by the way. I'm just like, no, no, it's so weird. But um, uh, how we came about kind of talking, uh, I would just write her and tell her how funny she was because she she would make me die laughing at the video she posts. And there was one particular moment in a video she was talking about and she has said that she should be courtside. I think we were playing Atlanta and there was like this dude in a white t-shirt running back and forth going crazy. And she was like, I should be that dude. I should be courtside. So I hit up Sabria and I'm like, hey, we need to get her courtside. Like she is a big fan. I think that even if it's not courtside, I'm a huge advocate for having people come to like a game. But even if it's not in my city or my particular team, I do whatever I can do to like get that person to a game because the more people that watch it, the more they love it. I've yet to meet somebody who go to a game and like, oh, that thing was trash. Usually the games we go to, they're really good. So. Um, she ended up coming, shout out to you, Sabria. She did everything in her power to make sure that she was taken care of. Uh, she got to come courtside. Um, we got to chop it up after I worked out. Uh, security was trying to play tough, but you know, we got past all of that. But um, yeah, after the game, we got to, um, we got to talk some more. I got a hoodie um, that I'm waiting to wear. You know what I mean? Tunnel fit's going crazy. So, uh, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because, well, before you brought that up, I was going to say 
again, like I really appreciate how humble you are. But just for those who don't know, um, Brittany also went viral a couple years ago in Atlanta because there was a fan who really, a young fan who really loved Brittany. And she gave her her shoes and walked up there and gave her a hug. And there's another picture of last year when she was there. And like it was the cutest little girl wearing her jersey. And it was like eating her up. And then Brittany got down there signing. So she definitely is one of those players who, you know, tries to grow the game um, with, you know, stuff like that. Like giving people tickets, asking them to come out, Mm -hmm. signing autographs, giving people shoes. Doing it for the children. Yeah, Yeah. So shout out to you, Brittany. Um, Bailey said Brit is for the people um, But you brought up Tunnel fits And I, I wish that I Went and got like some tunnel fits So that people could see who are watching us Like the yeah. type of stuff But like what is your What is your favorite fit Or like what type of fits are you going to pull off This season uh, I'm actually glad that you asked me that Right because I have been getting dressed way more like before yeah people be like oh you don't go to work and but it's like this is our job this is how we make money you know this is how we provide for ourselves our family so i'm getting in the habit of dressing more so when i do get to the tunnel fits it won't feel as forced because i couldn't wrap my mind around three seconds of a picture just to go sweat so there's that, you know. <laughs> um, so I really wasn't big on tunnel fits. But this year, um, I have my little brother. Uh, his Instagram, I believe, is styled, styled by Coz, C-O-Z. Um, and he, he's going to be one of my, like, main stylists this year. So more times than not, if you see an outfit that I have on, he most likely put it together or found some pieces for me. And... Um, I, I, I believe in him and he wants to be a stylist. So that's kind of like our deal. We got a contract made up and everything um, to where uh, he gets a certain budget and he goes and he finds pieces. I tell him the type of style I'm looking for and he works on styles that'll look good for me. So he's kind of pushing me out my comfort zone. I'm pushing him out of his. So we're, we're just trying to grow together, um, which ironically we grow in the game. So, you know, there you go. That sounds like a wonderful partnership. Now, I'm not asking you to pick favorites or, you know, be divisive here, but which of your teammates do you think has the best tunnel fit game? I mean, it's kind of, it's kind (laughs) of like, we got this question in media day too, like who, you know, and majority pick Liz and I'm I'm still going to pick Liz for the simple fact of, um, it's not even what she wears, it's like how she wears it too, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. And she has a big personality in the swag matches, so I'm not trying to sound like a super fan here, but I will give it to Liz for sure. Yeah, that was one of the first things that I saw people started talking about, you know, with the changes and the additions to the Sparks this season. Like, L.A. about to have all the tunnel fits. Especially with Lexi around. Yeah, she, she had some pretty great tunnel fits last year. Yeah, so I decided today that I'm probably going to do, like, Fit Fridays. It's, like, my weekly column to figure out who was really stepping. Um, Caitlin said, not dressing, but stepping. (laughs) (laughs) They said, first team all drip. I'm weak. So, we're going to see if you're first team all drip at the end of the season. No, I'm not going to give you any favoritism. So, you better come with all the heat to see if you make it on there. I've always said... I've always said it's not what you wear, it's how you wear it. So when we talk about drip, people can put on five different colors and it could be drip because of how they're rocking it. It's all about the confidence, right? So I feel like it really shouldn't matter, like first team, second team, third team. It's just like, who drippy? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, who's like, yeah, all right. There's some people who like, they really got it. Boom, first team. I'd even put myself in like a, second to third team category only because I put it on and I do my thing. I get up, I get in, I get out, but I don't look like no bum, but I don't know if I have the energy that first team puts into, you know, how they go about their outfits. And it's not a bad thing. I just don't, I'm just not doing, it. you know, <laughs> I'm just not going through. That's fair. Um, and I got one more question. Cause like I said, I know you got somewhere to be. We have five minutes left, and I definitely have to go on my rant about Indiana because yes. they deserve it. So, lastly, someone said, can we get the frenemies list, like, on or off the court? The frenemies list? Yeah. Like, I remember 
<laughs> I don't need. I still don't even really know. I think you and Crystal were playing like that time that y'all had everybody in the uproar on Instagram. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's all fair and love and war. <laughs> so you don't have any any frenemies right now? Like, okay, who is somebody that you're actually very close to or y'all are, like, real-life friends, but then when you step on the court, y'all are instantly like, no, you're the ops? Courtney Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we do that to each other, you know? And, I mean, that's just her competitive spirit. That's the first person that popped in my head because we really are a crew. You know, and there's no beef. Even I want to say the bubble game, we was going at it, and I had said something. I walked off the on the sideline because I think it was in foul trouble, and she had said something. And I looked at Tay, and I'm like, "Go guard her. She don't get nothing." And that just set her off. She's like, "Hey, 15, don't talk to me like that." Like you would have thought we were never friends <laughs> in that one situation. And then we get on. I get back on the court. We talking some more. And that game wasn't no blowout. Like we were going at it until a certain time. And then literally, as the clock's winding down, you just see me and Court run up to each other and just dap each other up and smile, hug, as if we just didn't, like, brawl it out on the court. So I like that. I like that in a competitor. At least I know that you're going your hardest because it's like you making each other better even though we're not. And so it sounds like after everybody puts all the Sky games on their schedule, obviously, people need to look out for Sparks versus Connecticut to see how this plays out this season. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a game that I tune into for sure. I, I have a personal vested interest in this now, Brittany. Yeah, thanks for sharing. And thanks for coming. Um, safe travels. I mean, we will literally see you yeah, in we're, we're four gonna, days. We're going to see you in a few days. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy safe travels to Chicago. Uh, looking forward to seeing you. Um, oh, Sky, unfortunately. But. What'd you say? How's the weather? Because, you know, I got to pack soon. So. Cold and rainy. Yeah, it, it's crap. Yeah, it, it is the Midwest. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan. It's it's it, This is, like, I think the fourth overcast day, and I think my, my brain is going to explode if it's overcast another day. But maybe by the time you get here, the L.A. sunshine yeah. will follow you. Tell the Sparks, so. everybody in the Sparks, bring the sunshine um, to Chicago, please, and thank you. Put a spark in the sky. You see what mm. I did there? Ah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, Brittany. Well, I mean, I'm going to say good luck. I see Kaylin is trying to force me to pick a side on who I want to win the game on Friday, and I'm not going to answer that question. Um, I, mm, see, um, see you later, Brittany. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thanks. Take care, Brittany. Thank you. All right, so I saved three minutes for my rant. So, All right. court of law. Court of Law. It, he, this is a segment where Judge Sabria is going to rule on certain cases on the docket. Today, uh, the Indiana fever is is grinding your gears. Yes. So tell me, wh what did the Indiana fever do besides win that postseason game on Saturday? Ooh, oh, hiss. see, okay. It, okay, so it looks like a little, um, like I'm biased, but I can totally look at this case objectively and make a fair decision. So for those of us who are watching with us and watching us on YouTube um, or Twitter, there's a welcome to the team banner that is still to this day right now. If you all go look um, at the Indiana Fever store right now, Looking good it right says now. welcome to the team, Nalissa, Emily, Lexi, Queen, and Destiny. The problem is they're missing an entire draft pick that they just are not welcoming. Apparently she's not welcome to the team. Um, and I'm next to it is what well, was the, the Jersey list. And some people, you know, I've speculated that it maybe it's because her name um, is too long, but does the only draft pick that doesn't have um, a Jersey. And then there's a picture of, one, two, three, four, five of the draft picks, the, the ones who were welcome, apparently, and she is not there. And I'm not really sure who was in charge of that picture, but I'm pretty sure everyone should have known that they sh should have had Amisha Williams holiday in that picture, and she is not. Mm, it looks like that graphic has been taken down from the store. Good, because I went on my – because I put it on Twitter <laughs> yesterday, so – 
Look, thank you, Indiana. We're we're getting somewhere. We're and getting then somewhere. the fourth thing I didn't talk about um, was she was the, the only one that didn't play in in the other game. I'm hearing that that's changed, and she's now you know been on the court. But she was the only uh, draft pick not to play in that first game, and it said coach's decision do not play. So hopefully, you know, this wasn't all for publicity or good faith because she, you know, is the the player that was drafted from Jackson State and made history. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can get her a fair shot and um, I don't have to, you know, give Indiana the smoke when I go to the game next week. Yes, Indiana don't want that smoke, so good on um, them for taking the graphic down. Yeah, good on them for taking the graphic down. So I'll go a little lenient on the sentence for that for good behavior. But my (laughs) ruling is that Indiana is, in fact, like Caitlin, a.k.a. Splash Squad, WNBA, saying that Indiana is fraudulent. And that is my ruling. Judge Whitaker has spoken. And with that, that's pretty much our show. So... Oh my goodness, the next time we see you, it's going to be literally the season. So I am super excited. I'm sure all of you are excited as well. Again, uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back at it uh, this Friday, actually. Well, we'll both be at Wintrust Arena. Yes. uh, And hopefully- see us. Yeah, say hi. Say hi. Please say hi. Wear your your CHGO Sky shirt. Yeah, exactly. And if I see a CHGO Sky shirt, I will come up to you and talk to you and I will be annoying. That That, that <laughs> is a guarantee. Um, but yeah, please, please do. Please say hello. We want to talk to you. We want to meet you. Uh, yeah. And come hang. It's going to be a good time. Yes. And then come back and see what we have to say about it next week. And Sky and Four. Sky and Four. Take care, guys.